Hello, everybody, and welcome. My name is Laura. And I'm Ren. And welcome to our new show. This is our first episode of Conspire Me. Um, Ren, do you want to take a minute and introduce yourself? Thanks, Laura. Yeah, I um, have spent some time in filmmaking in front and behind the camera and have a real passion for just knowing the truth and uh, just being educated on what's really going on and the whys. And and so, you know, through our friendship, we've talked about this almost for a few years now and seems like a great a great way to kind of just share some different ideas and different viewpoints. And um, I, I just have been uh, pursuing uh, different types of business uh, entrepreneurship with um, my bachelor's in business and and really like to look at things from an analytical standpoint with numbers, <laughs> but also creative because filmmaking is a very creative process. So we're just going to use like creative problem solving skills and kind of look at this as is kind of exciting to me. And yeah, can you go ahead and introduce yourself too? I'm excited too. And like what we've learned about each other is we both really like a good conspiracy. Yeah. (laughs) So that's what we're going to be doing here is just delving deep into different fun conspiracy theories, looking them up on our own and coming together and seeing what we found. Um, uh, Like I said, my name is Laura. I have been a stay-at-home mom for Oh, 14 years now. And um, I have another podcast that I think I'll plug at the end of the show. And um, I love this creative outlet. And I love that we got to meet through um, through some of your work that we've done together, which is exciting. So um, I think that's about it for intros. Um, is there anything on your mind currently that you want to talk about before we get into our main topic for today? Yeah. So since this topic um, involves tying back to our banking system, uh, I just spend a lot of time in banking and finance. um, I'm so interested to hear your take on this because it came up a lot with these in this conspiracy of the Titanic. Mm -hmm which is our main topic for the day. And I think currently we're dealing with um, digital currency possibly and cryptocurrency. And so right now in the news, there's a lot about that too. And we have seen some massive uh, fraud take place with the the Friedman guy with his crypto and, and kind of a lot. I mean, it's just right forefront in the news with some of um, the major, and then also the the massive spending and the debt with our country, and just different things that I see that um, you know more than ever kind of bring to light some of the conspiracies that come out of this one. Oh, that's going to be so interesting. Okay, are you ready to get into the Titanic? Yeah. So, what what was your initial thoughts when you started looking into this? Okay, here is what got me started on this topic as a conspiracy. Um, There was a TikTok, and I'm so sorry, I don't have the handle to plug what the, you know, the source. Um, If I was a more put together person, I would have that, but here I am. So (laughs) she basically concluded that the Titanic was switched with the Olympic 
and that that was actually what was sank. And so I kind of watched that and I was like, this is interesting. I want to look into this a little bit more. And then that led to the whole theory of it being a planned disaster. Um, And the claim is, is that it was um, organized by JP Morgan um, of JP Morgan Chase. Um, to get rid of some of his banking rivals, to make sure that the Federal Reserve law passed um, because he wanted that and apparently his opponents didn't. And so that's kind of how I got started with that. So what did you find? Yeah, some very interesting plot holes in this to consider. Oh, like so l- many. Like with the like let's start off with like some basic details of the uh, Titanic. First of all, it's very expensive to get a ticket. It was like promoted as the unsinkable. Like so then it was like, you know, there was no I there were no iPhones and internet back then. So, you know, it makes me even wonder who owns the newspapers to get that propaganda out or then in the future protect that from getting out. But like when you look How at they the promoted day- it seemed to be like a major factor for everything that happened next. Yeah, it's like they made it seem like this is the place to be. You 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 don't want to miss out on this opportunity. This is the new this is the new thing. And so um I have a bachelor's that concentrates in marketing. So I, I see propaganda. I think that is one of my special eyes on things is propaganda because they actually teach you in class how to sell and, and get these demographics. So then I find mm-hmm. very privy of understanding the, the kind it's actually brainwashing and I don't I don't like that, but that makes me take a step back and go, what what are they trying to convince you of here and why? Um yeah, so when you look at um you know, the Olympic, they were both owned by the same company. Was it what was the name of it again? White Star. Oh, girl, I did not even write that down. It's like White Star Line, I think. <laughs> there were three. The, the Titanic was the third in what they called the Three Sisters. Um, I think what your White Star, I think that's correct. And I know that J.P. Morgan Chase had stake in it, so he was part owner. So he did have a financial stake in that. Well, um, and it sank in 1912. But there was a meeting in Jekyll Island about the Federal Reserve with six of the richest people in the world, which is right off the state of Georgia. It's the southern southern Georgia. And they they decided that they were going to conspire together. And I think there's a misnomer in what the word conspire means. It's just a group of people Mm -hmm. strategizing together to present this for Congress. And it passed in December of 1913. So when you look at Mm -hmm. when the sinking happened in between the meeting, um, and there were three of the richest men in the world on that ship that were against the Federal Reserve. And so, yeah, See, that's that? a claim that I haven't been able to find any substantive proof. And then it was even reported that Strauss was actually a supporter of the financial of the Federal Reserve, excuse me. So that is tricky. So just for um, really quick. So the Titanic sank on April 14th of 1912 and they had a total of 2,223 souls on board of which 1,517 died. Um, So this question here, was it planned? Was it a planned disaster? I don't see how it could have been. I mean, when you look at who could have... Yeah. 
Well, I mean, it happened as reported that it hit the iceberg. If it happened differently, but they reported the iceberg, sure, but I don't think it holds up. But go ahead. Well, there's some evidence that um, there was a period of time before the Titanic launched that um, that there was there was a severe melting of the metal. So they destroyed kind of the metal where it was very, uh, so there was evidence that it would have been high, high heat on the steel because ice doesn't break steel. That That is something that it just seems kind of strange. And why did they not have... Why did they not have as many lifeboats? There, there were two books that came out. One of the authors was on board and died on the Titanic in 1896 and 98, I believe, that both foreshadowed the problem with the lifeboats. And so there's this thing where that, like, why was one of those authors on board? Um, and when you calculate mathematically, like, how many, the price per ticket, which was very, very high for that time, and you multiply it times the amount of passengers, it's not even as much as the $5 million insurance payoff they got through Lloyd's of London. So $5 million is more money. And when you there's a photo that came out with the Olympic ship where um, the difference between the Olympic and Titanic, there was 14 uh, like looking holes. They're like portholes on the top, on the bow, on the bow. And Titanic had 14 and Olympic had 16, but the picture of Titanic launching had 16. So See, I, I find that. I couldn't, I don't know. I, I couldn't find the photos. So I was trying to really look at like the little details, but I just couldn't. My brain wasn't letting me do that. So in this, you're talking about was the Titanic and was the Olympic switch. Well, paint. Yeah. And paint. And, and apparently the Olympic and you can was. switch paint. Yeah. Yeah. Paint, paint is not that hard as well as there's documentation that recently before that the Olympic got in a minor collision. Um, they and did so with the military vessel, but here's and, the, but that happened in, that happened in 1911 and it was repaired and reportedly the Olympic was over in, um, where was it? It wasn't was, too far from where the Titanic launched in your, in Belfast. It was at a Belfast port being repaired in March of 1912 and the Titanic sailed in April. Out of England, so, which is not that far. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, My problem with that theory of them switching it out because the Olympic was reportedly old and it was damaged, it was just costing too much money and they could get the insurance payout from the Titanic disaster. You mean um, the Olympic was was old, right? That's what you meant. Yes, yes, yes. The Olympic was old. Mm -hmm. And I don't think they they got the insurance payout out of it with the damage, maybe a I minor. I don't know if they did or not, but I, I did see it so. reported that the insurance payout was not even enough to incentivize something like this. And why would they switch them out and sink, quote, the Olympic disguised as a Titanic when the Olympic was like still working? Like well, it was I think still the Olympic... it passengers. It was still, I mean, it was kind of on its yeah. last legs, I know. But it doesn't make sense to me for them to switch it for some insurance payout because then what did they do with the Olympic after that? I think like three years later, they switched it to a military vessel. If they were going to switch the ships for a monetary reason, so reported, you know, the theory is, is that the Olympic is actually the Titanic now still sailing around. It ended up being a military vessel. And then 10 years after that, it was sold for scraps. 
If they did but switch it, they would keep pushing it as a luxury liner. It's brand new. So that does not, that doesn't make sense to me. Well, it's not just the payoff of getting $5 million when the Titanic sunk. I don't think they got very much for the Olympic damages because it didn't actually sink, if if any. And so then it's real the payoff is the Federal Reserve and, and killing off their competition. Um, and that's and- another thing that really didn't make sense to me either. Um, so let's say they, they, they all oppose the federal reserve. How would they be the deciders of that anyway? Because the richest men in the world are, are going to ha- can start their own banks instead of being forced into the federal reserve, which it's, it's a misnomer. Gotcha. It's not really federal. They have more money to say, no, we're not going to do this, which it, it has led to like even now, right now with the uh, mortgage inflation going up, the the interest rates going higher and higher. That's a direct result of the Federal Reserve. Like they say that it's to reduce inflation when it's quite the opposite. There's a lot of that going on. <laughs> that could be an episode on its own. Mm-hmm. Okay. So specifically what happened was the Titanic is launching. JP Morgan Chase has a ticket. He's going to be on this boat. He was sick and he was on this extended vacation with his family in France. He decided to stay in France. Um, I think he was using these mercury hot springs and he called it his cure. So he decided because he was sick, he was going to stay. And then he did. So that kind of kicks off that he knew what was going to happen. And did he warn other people like um, Milton Hershey? Who oh, yeah. Reportedly had uh, he had a ticket and he decided to go back to the States three days before on the America Yeah. So he had to go home a little and, bit early. And we see that and... Hershey right now is a huge brand. So we can see over time mm-hmm. that they continued to get their loans and their funding and the banking they needed and the relationships. It does all connect, which makes it kind of like credible enough to look into. But just the logistics of causing a disaster like this, I don't see how... I don't see how the risk or the the cost of that many people constitutes getting rid of three humans. You see what well, I mean? Well, it's not just three. It's um, But it would yeah. also have to include the insurance. It would have to include like something else going on and just the coordinated efforts for all of these things to happen for that purpose. It doesn't make sense to me. So here's this, here's this new documentary titled Titanic, The New Evidence. And it has a solid theory that new evidence has come out that there was a fire in the ship's hull, which started Mm -hmm. even before it departed. And it was going at a thousand degrees for um, weakening. And and so... So the um, ship was run by coal. It was coal powered. It was burnt unnoticed for three weeks. So I mean, how easy it is to pay off how one crew guy. Well, and that's why it's impossible to be unnoticed unless there's a cover up. And so, you know, there's, when you look at why, well, some people have evil intentions and that's why is sure. we don't live in a perfect world. So maybe you wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do I mean, it. That's but understanding given, it. But just the logistics of it. And nobody had iPhones out, like recording with their camera. Um, and also like, here's the sure. thing. If the, if, if some of these crew people, you know, if you already did the damage ahead of time where it's like paper thin before you sail and, um, 
then, then it's like, could you really entice some crew people to to be there to do things at a certain moment, and then they can so run then to the tug, the lifeboat, they and would get have away. to. They could have been. So run then they right. would then have to start this fire, keep it going, have anybody who sees it in on it. Well, no, it was done before it left, and there's a photo. There's actually a photo. I do of believe it. that there could have been a photo. Fo- there could have been a, a coal fire, but if it. Okay, so there's two theories. Number one, that it was on purpose, or number two, that it was just out of control. But I don't see how it could have been out of control when you can just move the excess coal into another compartment, thus negating the fire if it runs out of fuel. You see what I mean? So it have to so says it's, it's an accident. If it was an accident, they could contain it and take care of it. So it wouldn't be a cause for a crash. If it was on purpose, that's a big... That, that would involve a lot more people. Right. So, um, and it says it's a, quote, it's a perfect storm of extraordinary factors coming together. Fire, ice, yes. and criminal negligence. So that's the oh, issue. Oh, I agree with that. I agree with, I don't know if the fire had you anything to do with how. thousands of people on the ship to conspire together. You literally only need a few No, I'm people. even talking, how are you going to get like 12 crew members to be okay with sinking an entire cruise liner? you don't even See what need- I mean? Um, right. You, you could only, it could only take a few people. It couldn't be kept secret. If it was that severe, more people would have known about it. Well, like criminal negligence, I can go along with criminal negligence because I feel like some of the captain's decisions were very, um, self-serving and that the bad press could have looked bad on him. And so he was trying to protect his reputation, the reputation of the ship, and the investors and all of that, because all of that does factor in to the disaster that happened. But it being on purpose and having that many people okay with it, it I wouldn't be that so. many. It would only take one person and, and giving money to a few people. It really only takes a few. Like and JP Morgan Chase is Chase is a big bank right now, and they are, um, you know, they're continuing to dominate and people are considering to consider, you know, continuing yeah. to be ruled by them. The baking yeah. industry rules quite a bit right now. So, and that's yeah. over a hundred years so later. Going back to like the insurance incentive, it would have been more financially beneficial to keep both boats on the water instead of this insurance. I don't, payout. So to I don't me, think- the insurance payout doesn't make any sense. They would have, if the, if the Titanic had successfully sailed, they could have gotten their money back plus lots and lots of profit and kept it going for a really long time. Even if the Olympic was damaged and old and going to be retired. So to me that, that claim that they, they switched it to sink the Olympic. Yeah. But why would it sink? Why would it, why would it sink? I mean, how impossible. I don't think it would. I don't think the Olympic would have sank. Well, why would the Titanic, with all the work they put into it with a oh. brand new, when do you ever hear about that unless it's on purpose? And $5 million well, here's insur- what I found. is more and it's on top of all the deaths of the passengers. But why would they just build a brand new ship to sink it for insurance? Right. Why would so you that invest makes that it- much money? And then the insurance doesn't even cover the expenses gone into it. It would have been more profitable Except the Federal Reserve, like even when you look at back to the Federal Reserve thing, how are you going to guarantee that those three men exactly are going to be are going to die because not every single man on board died. So that's a huge gamble. 
and Except then all it's the women other and children events that have first. to go into it. Well, the book, the book that the author that died, that wrote one of the books that foreshadowed the Titanic, the book is about that there weren't enough lifeboats on board. So why would you put only 20 lifeboats for the Titanic? And then I agree that there was a lot of errors. That doesn't even make sense. 20 lifeboats. He was like, I see this coming. So I, I understand that they, they really prioritized the wrong things and they put safety very, very low on that list. So these men wouldn't have Um, survived because there were only 20 lifeboats and the book talks about women and children first. And then that's what they ultimately did. Well, I didn't look and see exactly how many lifeboats there were, but, um, it was 20. I mean, that's why it was just so much not enough. And um, I know, I know it was not enough. Oh, you know, what was interesting. They had a procedure. It wasn't law yet, but they had procedures to do safety drills when you first get on board. And, and now it's law. So if you go on a cruise now, they have a mandatory safety procedure drill. So you put on your life vests, you go out on deck, and then they go through what you're going to do if something happens. So on the Titanic, back even then, they had safety drills. But because they had promoted so heavily on how safe and unsinkable this ship was, they (laughs) decided instead to do church service instead of the safety drills on the ship. So when the disaster did happen, people did not know what to do. So that was a factor in causing a lot of chaos, extra deaths, then the not enough lifeboats. That was a huge factor in so many deaths. Well, I, um, I I find this like, you know, it's very interesting to consider. And unless someone was there, you wouldn't know. And I think without the current inventions that we have of cell phones that record videos on demand, instant live streams, and, and also with the wealthiest, you know, control the, the newspapers of the time. And so there wasn't a Rockefeller on board. There wasn't a Rothschild on board and they were certainly very wealthy people. So, so it's suspicious to me that they didn't take advantage of that. And then they ruled a lot of the media to, to, to tell the story. I think maybe they knew just all of these errors combined could have ended in disaster. So the fact that the, the, the theory that they knew something was going to happen could have been like, could have been more of like a, Hey, this could happen because they're not following like safety protocols. But was there any indication? It's not a good idea to be on there. Well, you're saying somebody wrote a book. I'm sorry. I can't remember his name. Warning of things that could happen. Like, Hey, fix these things because this is something that's coming. So it seems like it was coming. Right. Well, it's like nowadays we watch TV shows and movies, but there was none of that really going on to the extent of books. So they were fiction books. They were just fiction books. They were not warning. They just foreshadowed in that. It's the same way that you could read the book 1984 right. and, and it's kind of exactly. some of the stuff happens exactly. later with Big Brother so because maybe they really saw that these things all put together we're going to end in disaster sometime. A recipe of disaster. Or like, hey, we know that they're promoting this as a, sh- a safe ship, but they don't have enough lifeboats. But they, why did they take um, another boat? Why did they? Why did Hershey take another boat? Like, so what makes one boat better than another unless they were giving each other like, you're, that's, you know, it, boats were the only way you know, to get across continent. Like, you know. Right, that's a good point. 
So there were other things that did factor into, okay, so going back to it was an accident. It was bad decisions plus a disaster equals this 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 whole debacle, putting it lightly. So the night it happened, the water was too calm, which I was like, I don't know how that plays into anything. So the water was too calm. It was still water, which I, I kept, you know, I, I realized if there's no waves, it's not hitting the iceberg and you would be able to see the waves hitting the iceberg, right? But there were no waves. So there was no indication on the water that there was an obstruction. There was no moon. So everything was really, really dark. And um, there was another report that the binoculars were locked away and the person who had the keys wasn't even on board. So they didn't have binoculars. And those three things are why they didn't see the iceberg coming or them coming up to it. Then there was another report that when they did see it, they had this complicated way of turning the ship. They have two different areas of the boat that have to coordinate to turn, right? Apparently they did that wrong. So instead of turning away, they turned towards it on accident and it hit the ship. Then I don't know if there's any proof that they even hit um, a, a iceberg there could have been a bomb put inside the thin metal and blown it up by a crew sure. member and but he let's could have just, escaped let's just, for, let's just for now you know um, let's just stick with you know how it's reported that they hit an iceberg and it caused damage so what would cause it to sink when the Olympic when it was damaged did not sink so reportedly they um, were telling everybody everything's okay but passengers could kind of feel that something happened because it, it wasn't like a big crash like they show on the movie Titanic. It was kind of like a scrape and a bump, right? So people were opening their portholes. So they kind of theorized that that aided in the faster sinking of the ship. Hmm. Also, if the captain had decided to stop the engines and stay, it still would have sunk, but a lot, lot like significantly slower. Instead, he decided to keep the ship moving forward which added to it sinking significantly faster. So there is one source, and I apologize for not citing, that said if they had stayed put, cut the engines and stayed, nobody would have died. The ships nearby would have had time to get to them, hmm. and everybody would have been saved. But so because then the captain decided to keep going, not thinking that it would actually cause the capsizing of the vessel, he, he, I, I guess, assumed that it wasn't damaged enough for it to cause that much of a problem. They just kept moving forward, let more water in. I don't know the mechanics of that, but that's what I was reading. And because he made that decision to keep going forward, it took on water way, way, way too fast for them to, um, for them to save people. So and did you know, was, Laura, that in Titanic's insurance was increased five days before sailing? I did not know that. How much? Does and then it say how, how much? And then, and then how many? And then how many days did Hershey get? Like change his plans not to go, and J.P. Morgan three days. See, J.P. Morgan decided a little bit before oh, wait, that. Actually, but I keep saying five million, and went from five million to two point five million. Okay, so I went. So up did a it lot. go down? No, it went up from five million to two. Sorry, twelve point five. Twelve point 
twelve point five. So, that is so a it went lot. up. So it did go up. What was a lot? How much did it cost to build the ship, though? Well, um, you know, the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds made their money in steel. So I think it's they could have taken their loan through oh, J.P. Morgan for it. all the way around. It's advantageous <laughs> for them to build the ship because they're selling uh, steel. And then it's advantageous. You know, I don't, just going through all of this, I don't think it was on purpose. Do I think that maybe the elites involved in this took advantage of it monetarily? Yes. <laughs> of course. Because that's what they do. Um, but did they coordinate it or pay people off to make sure that it happened? I don't think so. It's just too many little things well, that happen. Other, here's a couple other points that we didn't get to that I wanted to touch on. There were lots of crewmen yeah. that refused to sail on Titanic. Why? They took one look at it or they got a warning from a friend. And that even though J.P. Morgan last minute canceled, there were 50 others that canceled. So when you look at the cost of the ticket was over $2,000 back in the day of how much that's worth now. It's only the ri their rich friends that are mainly affording to go first class. And they're saving the ones that are on board with what they want to accomplish. And there is a thing where rich people, they only want to hang out with rich people. And they do have a negative view of the workers that are beneath them. And they do seem disposable to some of these mindsets, not to you and I, but getting in the mind of a criminal or, or somebody that's greedy, that's, that is, um, you know, right goes back to the story of Cain and Abel. Jealousy and greed is a deep rooted human sin that, um, you know, we see that through the whole test of time as a, is a, a fallen state of humanity. I also want to point out the original, you know, false flag is a common word used in conspiracy theories, and it actually originated in naval warfare. When a ship, um, wanted to, it's back in the time of pirates and naval warfare. If you wanted to wave a flag and say you're from a country that you're not from to make it seem like, you know, maybe that was a German boat and you're, and you're waving the German flag so that you can approach them closely, then to suddenly attack them because now you're close. And so the way that a lot of this strategic stuff works is get close and get isolated because what we really are dealing with is there's no photos or proof that it was even a glacier and there's, and there's, and they're able to hide a lot of this stuff because of the time of history. I even wonder, and this is a, just a wild conspiracy theory because we're just talking, you know, you haven't done the disclaimer. It might be a good time to do that in a minute. Oh but, yeah. You know, you I know. was going to tag that at the end for sure. <laughs> but all of this is just our opinion. We yeah, make this no claim just, to actually know what really happened. This just, is just our opinion. Form just, your own opinions. Thank you very much. <laughs> but what if, what if even time travel, you know, there's a lot of Tesla stuff that was going on before that you could even time travel in this kind of situation to get out of it or get into it. And there's these stories that time travel. I mean, I think that's an interesting component that hasn't been explored. I think um, we should do a whole episode on your theories of time travel because you're the I only love person with your, let's just not do a spoiler right now. No, but your no. theory of time travel I love it because I've never heard it before. <laughs> but that also goes into like all these other conspiracies that I want to talk about. So that's going to be an episode all on its own. And I'm so excited for that. Yeah, this is just, um, yeah, don't take any of these too seriously. And no, we, this is just fun. This, this is, is just this fun. is a fun way that we can share some of the things we've heard about. And we'd like to know what you think too in the comments, if you'd yes, like please. to share. 
Oh, and suggest topics for us. I have a whole list, but I want to know what else is out there. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's fun to like look into things that, you know, maybe it's not true, but has enough weight to it that it's like, I want to look into it for myself. So, um, and to kind of mention a few more things that were found that were on the ship that is on the Olympic that wasn't on the Titanic, that there's, there's documentation that it was on when it sailed as the Titanic, if it was painted and changed as there was white paint on the wreck, which was a, that was part of the Olympic, not the Titanic. Um, the Titanic had white. Titanic. It. And then currently the Olympic had Titanic's propeller on it. Well, I think one thing with the white paint is that um, there were there were there were flaked. When you look under the ocean, there were flaked. The top layers, the paint, but it, it but, but there's white paint exposed, and so that it's actually the layers, the paint uh. of um, the the Olympics hull was painted white for her launch, where and and the type that Titanic was not. So there's a whole well, thing it- about what was found and what was really on it, including marble in parts of the um, one versus the other in the promenade. And um, so this is where the bulkhead put on the Olympic was found in the stern rack. And then the current existing um, Olympic that was left had Titanic's propeller on it. So there are switched parts that were found in the wreck and then the existing Olympic that supposedly didn't sink, which there's patchwork and braces from the hot collision in the wreck photographs. So those were put on as fixed things. And then when you look at the um, B deck window spacing on the wreck found under, you know, under the ocean, that was what was on the Olympic. Um, uh, So there's, there's also people that have later admitted uh, things like Dr. Robert Ballard admitted it was the Olympic. And then the um, Titanic advertising used photographs and artwork of the Olympics. So there's actually just so many mm. um, surviving crews signed the official secrets act, which is they signed something that they weren't allowed to talk about it. Um, passengers said there were promenades instead of the cabins. So Prominence around the Olympics. So there's this, the linoleum flooring were covered with carpet. So that was originally covered, like a thing that was covered. So when you look at what money can buy all these things to patch things up and, you know, who would have really been able to have that? It would be very, very hard to find the proof. Um, you know, and, and again, there's, it is a very vicious thing of getting rid of competition and and like to give you an idea the federal reserve is the direct reason for our inflation today so even though the aster the richest person on board his wealth was worth like 22 million at the time the federal reserve created inflation where it's worth 2 billion so even the federal reserve with inflation boosted the wealth these guys already had so let's say you know chase was only worth you know let's i don't know a number but 10 million you know, his wealth is now worth a billion or something. So it, even the Federal Reserve is going to create inflation to boost the wealth that they already have. So when you look at the agenda, it's not even 5 million versus 12.5 million. It's even the fact that they can control the money system. Who gets loaned? The poor guy doesn't get the loan. Our rich friends get the loans. We create the rules. Then we own the newspapers. And so I, I look at who could have paid for it. Possibly the 
possibly the the rich families that were not there, like the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds. But I mean, I just think that you've got to kind of look at a lot of the a lot of the proof, and then also who runs, who is in charge of our quick Google searches right now, and even what's allowed on YouTube, so that we can even find this information. We're getting censored yeah. more and more and more, so it's harder. You have to really dig to find this stuff. It was really hard to find to find certain things. Yeah. Yeah. So my questions are, because this is where I get a little bit lost is like, how do you sync it on purpose? Like who, who on board would on purpose with precision on a night where it was nearly impossible to see icebergs with precision, steer it into the iceberg. And then that comes your question. Was there even an iceberg? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I hate, don't know. I hate, to, I hate to make this so simple, but could have not been like one or two guys that were paid to. It was supposedly three weeks of burning fire against the steel at a thousand degrees, and then there's got to be a guy that's telling somebody like, "No, this isn't. I'm the fire inspector. This didn't really go on." And then yeah. literally, it could be one crew guy with a bomb on board. I mean, they were not even doing surveillance that put it right against the thing to let it blow because it could make a sound like they hit an iceberg. And they could be running through the halls like, we hit an iceberg, mm. we hit an iceberg, run straight. Because what happened is we noticed with the Titanic, well, a few people jumped on boats right away and it, they weren't at full capacity. Mm. So it could be literally oh, just yeah. that one guy jumping on the first so here's and he's off, you know. And rescue sure. like a victim. So that's a problem with criminal people like this. They love to play the victim. Oh, please save me. Oh, you know, this is, and he could have even dragged a few women out of the water, looked like a savior. And that's unfortunate what I've learned in real life that these that's, criminals that's, operate. That's a, a whole lot of speculation, but I can see how I'm like, just giving the reality that together. it's possible. No, so, this yeah. is only to oh, give you sure. the minimal sure. way that it sure. could be possible. That's all. Right. As, as right. small, so, as, as simple it is. <laughs> and that guy's promised a lot of money from these guys. Hey, well, I'll make you a millionaire if you do this. Right. And you and Okay, so going to the opposite of that, the America, which Milton Hershey was on, which had set sail three days prior, actually sent ice warnings to Titanic and reportedly other vessels on the same route did also. So How convenient. The Titanic was warned about ice. <laughs> They ignored their safety, their own safety protocols. They ignored, you know, having enough boats. Um, they also, because of the bad press, they did not want to have arriving late because they said this is the fastest, safest, top of the line ship ever. And then imagining who's overhead them, you know, trying to promote this ship. I can imagine the pressure they were under. So reportedly they were going too fast in the wrong areas, they were going 22 knots. And I think the max for that ship was 24 or 25 knots. So they're going way too fast during a dangerous area where they had already been warned. So this is to argue that it was an accident, but like a negligent, a hugely negligent, preventable accident. And then when it did happen, they downplayed it. They told their passengers, no big deal. We're going to keep going. Not a problem. Nothing to worry about. So nobody so the was Titanic. told. The Titanic lifeboats had RMS Olympic on them, and this sailor has a deathbed confession confession of the of the switch. Um, his name is George right. Fenton. So, Ooh. just to finish this point, so the captain was worried about being late. 
So he was going too fast. They were worried about their reputation. So they downplayed everything that was dangerous. So they not only ignored warnings, they made bad decisions. And then when the wreck happened, just sticking with the, it was as was reported theme, um, just all of those other factors that they kept going, there were portholes open, nobody knew what to do. So the, all these things kind of collided and happened to create, you know, the faster sinking of the ship and then nobody knew what to do. So it created more loss. So because even just it happening on accident is so complicated, it, for me, this is just, you know, opinion of me. I don't know how it would be possible for it to be coordinated. And then how, again, going back to, you know, getting rid of the rivals, how are they going to guarantee that those men are going to for sure not make it through that? So I'm still kind of erring on the side of it was an accident with a lot of negligence. I just think that statistically it's a great way, but, um, you know, and that's where I think I saw something that they were going on max. They were, they were doing max. Um, they were going to max capacity as far as trying to travel. I'm trying to find the right wording for it, but they weren't going at max speed. So why weren't they going? They were almost at max speed. They were going 22 knots. Max speed was 24, 25. Right. Cause they were trying they to were, prove we're the fast, right. we're fast. Um, right. So they were worried about running behind schedule. They wanted to arrive on time. So, so they were really taking the wrong things as priority. Okay, so who owned White Star Line? Was it JP Morgan's Chase? He had I he had a stake in it. He had a stake in the company. If you find something that says otherwise, um, let me know. But as far as what I found, he had ownership in the company. And that's where you know, that's gonna really kill the reputation of that of that star line. There people are but how easy it is to open a new business or how much more financially beneficial is it to do the, you know, the, the payoffs of insurance and federal reserve. It just seems a little sus, sus to me. Um, so another claim in that same source where they claim that the boats were switched, that there were reportedly boats that were closer that could have come faster to save people, but they ignored it which that doesn't make sense either because they would literally go to jail for ignoring an SOS from a nearby ship. There's a lot of laws, maritime laws that dictate you have to respond to emergency signals. Um, And I couldn't find any source saying exactly which ships and where they were. I do know that the Olympic was about 500 miles away. They could not get there in time. They turned around to try to get there to help. Um, And then they realized that the boat was gone. They received information that the Titanic was all the way down and that the survivors would be a little bit traumatized to see an almost identical ship show up. So they ended up not going all the way over to the site. Um, Instead, they they stayed far back. And then actually the crew and the passengers collected money to go towards the survivors and the families of the victims. Well, I think we see a lot that with manufactured disaster chaos around our world, to be honest, and they still, they then again, try to act like they create the chaos to be the savior. 
Um, and so just because other oh, poor yeah. passengers are trying to give of themselves, then that's a win because the rich are just getting richer. And um, yeah, that wasn't me making a point as to as to it not being manufactured. It was just interesting that I learned that they did that because that was the first time I um, had heard of that. Okay, so as far as the ownership goes, um, it's it was owned by an American that uh, is registered as a British ship. It was owned by John Pierpont, J.P. Morgan. They're the controlling trust and ownership. But he also owned U.S. Steel, General Electric. Like, where, do we know mm-hmm. where the Titanic was built? Was it built in Europe? Because then he's going to, that uh-huh. almost sends a message of, uh-oh, something sh- uh, sunk coming from Europe. You know, and he's American. So again, the agenda is maybe to push how much stronger, you know, building things in America versus building in Europe. I mean, there's just some different agendas. And when you have money, they can, I feel like this massive amount of wealth, people become pawns, unfortunately. Um, So just because that was what I was getting to. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't make sense. Sorry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It doesn't make sense if there were boats nearby right? But they were told not to go and save people because the boat had to sink for insurance. I'm sorry, the boat was already sinking. That was the claim she made. There were boats nearby. They were told not to go. Um, I'm sorry, if the boat is already sinking, there's no insurance, as far as my knowledge, of having more people die. So like, what was the incentive of making boats stay back? So that claim in that Okay, so that Van- doesn't make any sense. Well, also me, so. the Vanderbilt canceled a few days early, so if somebody was warned and somebody warned her, she canceled her ticket. But then she died in another ship, um, drowning three years later. So this is maybe Ooh. a thing that happened. You know J.P. Morgan ended up dying in 1913. Yeah, but his le- but anyway. It, yeah, right. But it's Isn't like again, his re- I guess his relatives are still alive. It, it, oh, know, yeah. his, oh. his wealth is still no, continued on yeah. and that's where you know everybody dies but this is just to me a very suspicious um so i guess the waldorf astoria hotel was on the ship and, and so that loss that was worth he was worth 200 million and his son too his his the guy that it does it, make sense that there were rich and powerful people on there because like you said it was a luxury cruise liner it was like the epitome of 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 class and wealth to be on this brand new ship, and like you said, the tickets were exorbitantly like wild. expensive. Why are so, they going so far north? They could have taken. They could have dipped down somewhere warmer. I find I that don't a know enough wild. to even. I don't. I don't know enough to even like guess. I have no idea. But other ships had taken well, even, that same route, so it wasn't out of the ordinary for them to take that route. That was a standard route. They were just going too fast. They ignored the ice warnings. There was a calm ocean, so they couldn't even see like the the waves hitting an iceberg. So there was no indication. Like, and then there was no moon. Does so sonar the the night, not exist? There's no. Did it did not exist. Well, and also, could they have not? Not, not until could a they, bit later. They could have picked what day it sailed. Couldn't they have picked it when there was a full moon? And also, like even hundreds. But, and hundreds would you of be years able to like? think uh, that that would be a contributing factor? I don't know. 
I think back in that time, because there weren't the distractions of all the thing going on and people, there were very skilled naval people. Like even when Christopher Columbus and, you know, all the discovery of America, they always were hitting Florida and down in the Caribbean because they even knew hundreds of years ago to go through warmer waters that if you stay up north, you can do that. So um, it just I agree they should have known better, which is why I claim negligence on most of these things going too fast on a night that was too dark when they'd already been warned about ice, but he put reputation and pride above everything else. So I think it's a lot of pride that went into. And I kind of see that's a great, there's always a good scapegoat, you know, like, Oh, it was just, we, you know, this and this and this. And I think it puts on a great show of a false motivation versus the real one. And I kind of take the stance of it's just um, because you can see the lasting effects and the intense suffering that we have today where, you know, the Federal Reserve is not even federal. It's not even government owned yet. It has more control over us than most local politics or even federal politics because uh, oh, money let's is still so, into that on an episode on yes, its own. But then that gets time. into like, but I just, yeah. yeah, that gets into even current events, which so what happened? Gets nobody little, really knows. Nobody, crazy. you know, there's nobody alive yeah. right now that was there. You know, we can only speculate so each side of the coin. Staying with the, it was on purpose. How are they going to manipulate the captain to make the decisions he did? That does make sense if they put a lot of pressure on him to hurry. Don't worry about this. Don't worry about that. Just hurry, hurry, hurry. Like don't ruin well, our I reputation. Think- yeah. To so he's then an result in his bad decisions because the captain goes what down. Were his the bad, ship. What were so his bad decisions? He they were going too fast. He decided to keep the ship moving instead of stopping the engines, which would have made it slower to take on water. So here's moving forward made it faster to take on water. Um, so I bet he's thinking there's no way in the world this is gonna sink. Number one. Number exactly. two, he's gonna go on. Paper. I think they Let's pressed, just be real. that's my point. That's my point is they press to him. It's an unsinkable ship. He's not an engineer. He's a captain. Um, we have to get there on time, no matter what. These more powerful people above you, you know, arguing your point that it was on purpose. He's just an employee. By, do what we say. Do what and, we say. You're going to be ruined maybe if you don't get there on time. So you better make sure we get there on time. So he's ignoring his better judgment maybe. And let's be in, like we all like that was supposed to be a four day trip. So like, did he, was he probably going to go to sleep on the first day? Yeah. He could have been asleep when they hit, which is, I think what happened. So somebody else was at the hole. Someone else was at the steering wheel. Most likely. Yeah, you have people that are steering. You have people that are looking at. So it's really the person that's steering. It's really whoever happened to be. And and that person went on. And that was a multifaceted. And and somebody could be going on a pee break. They had to have. Is my point. Somebody could be literally just taking a pee break and not right there at that second when it happened. But my point is, is in, in the, in the vein of it being an accident, there were just all these little things that happen plus bad decisions, plus negligence, plus pressure all combined for this disaster. Which makes it unlikely for me to think it was on purpose just because of how convoluted it is. back to my, there could have been a bomb on the ship. Back to this Uh, point. You literally don't even have to steer wrong. You don't even have to hit a glacier. We know that there was some proof of a weekend fire for three weeks at a thousand degrees. Someone does a bomb and then it isn't the captain's negligence. It isn't the his fire. Sticking. Let's just say that because there's would have all these had to be on people. purpose, right? Mm-hmm. But again, right. it's 
how easy it is. I'll give you all this money. You're the one person that's sneaking in on board. There's no surveillance systems. There's no cameras. There's no, you know, you know, you go to the airport now and they, you go through a screener. There's none of that. There's a bag that has a leather pouch filled of clothes or whatever. And it could be literally something else. And he knows that no, he can be the first person to a I'm just showing the feasibility, not to say that it couldn't be more complicated than this, but I think we forget how much damage can be done by one malicious, one malicious person and one man, how much men to a lot of men, money is everything. It's, it's, there's a lot of men that think money and success and power and work and making money is more important than anything else in the world. And they're willing to do anything for it. So it really takes one mind manipulated by a great amount of money and, and the person, do we have people at play in here that have the ability to give that kind of money and power to, to a no name? Yes, we do. And yeah. so that's the, that's, and then, yeah. you know, so we'll, plausible. who knows? So my conclusion is plausible, not likely. What's your take? What's your conclusion here? Um, as far as it being on purpose or <clears throat> uh, negligence? I think it's very possible. I think it's possibly intentional. I think it's almost, there's too many pieces of evidence to not think it was, but I like to live my life with an air of, if you don't really know, then it's possible. And it's more important to understand that it's possible. And especially when there's multiple, multiple pieces of evidence to examine. And I think everybody has the right to look into it for themselves. So that's why we're doing this to Please share it do. with people yes, to look, look into, into it. it yourselves. And in, come in, to your own opinion. Let us know what you think. And, and if anything, um, you can learn from it in your own life to be more safe and cautious and you know what you can learn from yeah. it in your own life journey. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, awesome. that was fun. And don't forget to subscribe and drop a comment below on your thoughts and Thanks for uh, staying with us on this journey today. We'll be doing another one soon and like to hear what you'd like to know more about. Find us on Instagram. Um, Just search up Conspire Me and you'll find us. And just to remind everybody that this show is just our opinions, our thoughts. We don't claim uh, to be experts or to say things for sure. This is just for entertainment purposes only. Um, the opinions of myself and of Ren, respectively. So thanks for joining us, everybody. Yes, um, thank you. And we'll definitely uh, hear, um, be out with a new episode soon. So check that out. And until next time, thank you. Yep. Thank you.